the right it is refreshing and crisp. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know what Furphy's say about their beer, but offers true refreshment, apparently. Shout out to the boys in Geelong. Yeah. That's where Furphy's come from. It is. So there you it's go. It's not a bad drop, especially when it's free. <laughs> I'm happy to drink your piss, mate. It's yep. good. Happy, happy for you to have it. Uh, everybody, you are listening to Bush Radio. This is episode three of season two. Sounds great. Something in it. <laughs> it I is. don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a way of differentiating where we're at. Yeah. Um, uh, a little bit has happened since the last episode. Obviously, we've had the Australian Masters Tournament, which you attended, John. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, overall, a very good weekend. We're going to touch on some things a bit later, but yeah, pretty good. Well, just to uh, kick us off in normal fashion, um, I'd just like to welcome you to the show. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, it's yeah. always a pleasure to be co-hosting uh, an awesome podcast such as Bush Radio. Oh, absolutely. The uh, What's well, obviously the best AOS podcast in the country, nay, of the world. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> well, who knows? According to Pete Atkinson's blog. That's uh, true. Yeah, he did rate us. That that is that is a prize. We didn't win anything, but it is something to be proud of. In fairness, he he did rate our first twelve months. So we, it, this might just be shit now. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a guarantee. Uh, he gets what he's given, right? That's gets true. What you pay for. In uh, today's episode, we are going to do the Australian Masters Tournament recap. We will have an in-depth Slaves to Darkness review since that has been released. Um, we've had an FAQ released, which is about twelve, uh, sorry, six months on from the General's Handbook dish, yep. um, which is about the time they take to tweak a few. I think it was two hundred and one days. Someone counted up. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of days. It is a lot of days. Someone was obviously hoping for something quite specific to have been counting the days. I think so. <laughs> no, Slanesh is still the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're also going to touch on a little bit of uh, hobby related, so less competitive but more hobby related uh, because I got my hands on a 3D printer and I wanted to talk a little bit about you know, the impact that that's going to have on my hobby and... More broadly. For sure. Uh, we've got CanCon coming up in five weeks. Yeah, it's kind of close. Yeah, he's screaming towards it. So we're going to be talking about that. And we're just going to have a little uh, reflect on the year that was. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to look into the future. We are. I've got a crystal ball here. <laughs> um, the first thing I'm seeing is that towards the end of this episode... You will be more drunk than you are now. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that crystal ball's accurate. <laughs> In fairness, we have uh, just played a game of AOS and have been drinking the whole time through that. So we're starting this episode with just a fraction more pep and fizz than usual. Well, let's just say there was more alcohol in the game that we just played than what there was in the last episode of Bush Radio. That's correct. And correct. there was more alcohol than what there was at Masters. I think there's more alcohol in my hand than what there was at Masters. I think there's more alcohol in my breath. <laughs> <laughs> Let's crack on. I Let's. absolutely want to get into this. And uh, stay tuned for the Drunken Hour coming up in uh, an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so this is happy hour, then we get drunk. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. Um, cool. Kick us off, Joel. You were at Masters. This was held in Melbourne this mm -hmm. year uh, in uh, <laughs> at uh, university in Hawthorne. So that was a... Uh, Swinburne. Yeah, Swinburne. It was um, a really cool event, uh, cool venue rather. Uh, 
it's not somewhere where I would have an event, mm. uh, just because I prefer somewhere that's licensed and easier to access and all that sort of shit. But to have an event there was, well, one, an eye-opener, and two, it was actually really cool. Yep. Uh, so I couldn't really fault the venue. Yep. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so this was a two-day invitational. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were this year actually quite a lot of people declined their invite. Initially. There was, yep. So invites went out to the top sixteen and then uh, through down, trickled down to the top twenty-four. Yep. And there was only ten people that rocked up. So out of the top twenty-four, ten competitors were able to attend Correct. or chose to attend. I suppose. Yeah. Um, you know, not uh, look. Uh, it was a shit time of year. Always has been. Yep. Uh, yeah. Coming up December near Christmas. People traveling from you know across the country can't really afford it this time of year, and that's yep. completely understandable. Would you say that, um, given the size of the scene in New South Wales and Queensland, that yeah, we've got more trouble getting people to Victoria? Uh, yeah, but you know, it's something that everyone who's a competitive player is working towards at the end of the year. Yeah, it was commonly known that it was going to be in Victoria. People thought it was going to be in Bendigo, which wouldn't have made a difference anyway to the people that didn't travel. No, but yeah, uh, it, it it was known that it was going to be down here. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, how did you find the event? Really good event. Um, I yeah couldn't fault it. Uh, I thought it was ran well. Uh, the terrain was ours and the mats are ours, so the tables were good. Yep. Um, well, it's only five tables. Yeah. Uh, my games were all good. Yep. Uh, some, or well, one to a lesser degree, which we'll get into in a sec, but there was no sort of issues. There was more just personal goals, which got uh, interfered with, I suppose. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, uh, couldn't fault the weekends. Um, I don't know, I suppose I'll run you through what sort of happened there. Run us through your games and then we'll yeah, talk well, about some of the stuff. Fuck, that... fuck the games. We're going to run through the social part. Okay, run us through so, the social Friday. Got a... Got a Build the journey, man. Yeah, yes, of course. So, yes. sit down around the fire, ladies and gentlemen, while mm-hmm. I tell you to spin your little tail. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Friday, I get in the car, drive down uh, to Melbourne, hit Melbourne, and it's fucking bumper to bumper traffic for an hour. Yep. I fucking hate Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yep. hate it with a passion. Yep. Right? So, uh, finally got to the Airbnb. And um, mind you, this is on a fucking Friday Arvo, so it probably wasn't the best time to drive down. However, it apparently had been banked up all day, so it didn't fucking matter. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that was that was interesting. And then um, got there and basically just drank by myself for about four hours until Matt Tyrrell and uh, fucking Rice rocked up because they were both traveling and staying with me. And... Um, they left me alone for about five hours. Fuck. Pat goes to Sydney, launches, I'll sit with Pat. Now we get this, I'll drink with Joel. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. <laughs> hashtag, I'll drink with Joel. I'll tell you what, it wasn't, it was definitely a different experience uh, going down there. Like, there's only two of us from the club, right? Yep. And Rice is not from Bendigo. No. no so, yeah, it was. Um, it was a different experience. It felt more like a business trip than what it was like a boys' weekend. So that was the first time I've experienced that going to any event. Yeah, okay. Was the different... Um, this, this is more on the Friday. 
Yeah. Uh, then there wasn't the posse. No, no, there was no one to talk to. Fucking, I was bored shitless, mate. Yeah. Like the beers weren't down, going down well. I had no one to fucking cheer me on or anything. But yep. you know, it, yeah, fucking is what it is. Once the guys got there, it was fine. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, uh, so that was that. We um, we were drinking up till fucking I don't know. I didn't get to bed till about one thirty or something. Okay, just drinking at the Airbnb. That's respectable, though. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell you what. Uh, with the Airbnb, there was a bit of an issue uh, the week before. So I think this was the Wednesday. Uh, I got an email saying my current well. The previous Airbnb that I'd booked was cancelled. Yeah. Uh, they had to do fucking renovations or some shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, load of crap. Thanks for letting me know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I had to try and find somewhere else that was somewhere close and fucking found this shithole, uh, which uh, was literally a granny flat and like uh, there's 14 flats in this one little sort of alley. It was fucking horrible. It's called a ghetto? Yeah. It was- <laughs> Basically a ghetto. Yeah, okay. Um, you were in a detention camp. Um, <laughs> I felt like it, man. Yeah, that sucks. Tell you what, there was some interesting characters that lived in... Because <laughs> I was just... I was sitting on the front, and, uh, front, like at the doorstep, basically, and just... You know, on the cinder blocks? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, smashing down beers and by myself and, you know, playing yeah. some darts and all that. And, yeah, just, you know, got to, got to see the locals and you know, some fucking interesting characters. But, <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so Friday night was fine. Uh, we go up Saturday, we go to some fucking rest, uh, cafe place for brekkie. That was fine. Yep. Um, get there and uh, we start our games and um, two guys rocked up late. Yeah, now anyone who was following along with this on the day would have seen Facebook or probably more so Twitter. Mm. Um, some comments flying around. We actually had the previous master of two years, Dave Kerr, and another... Uh, fellow Queenslander, uh, you'll have to remind me who that was. Tyler. Tyler. Or Cadbury. I'll talk about that story in a minute. Um, were late. Yes. Slept, uh, slept in? Yeah, but um, oh, I can't really justify someone sleeping in. Uh, the, the story behind it, though, was um, their flights got delayed or whatever, and they flew in the next morning or something, and then... Decided they'd go have a nap before the event and didn't set their alarms or they're on the wrong fucking time or some shit. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But um, how late are we talking? Uh, over an hour. Okay. So uh, the TO we had on that weekend was Melbourne's uh, Nick Holm, correct? Yep. Who is uh, uh, was the 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 brains and the brawn behind the Lord of War? Yep. Event earlier this year. Yep. Um, and uh, obviously is uh, one of the dwellers. Yes. He had to make a call on that, and he had to call for a forfeit on those two games, yep. which meant that uh, Sam Morgan and... Uh, Ash. Ash McEwen. They just played a friendly game. Just played a friendly game. Yep. Both got the win. Yep. Um, now, there are a lot of comments on Twitter that that was unacceptable. Apparently so. And an unacceptable decision. Yeah, and look, you know, it is what it is. Mm. Uh, you got to respect the TO, especially when he only found out that he was actually going to be TOing the event a week before him. That's true, because originally uh, uh, Clint was going to fly down and TO. Yes. And... 
feel like you're leading me on to saying something. No, I'm not. No, no, I'm, I'm absolutely not. I'm actually just trying to mm. lay out oh, everything it. as yeah, it yeah. happened. So, because yeah. uh, 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 Clint is the, the main person behind Herald's, main person who runs the CanCon, rankings. the rankings is part of the Herald's website. Um, and Masters, obviously, is a byproduct of that. Mm-hmm. Um, he organises it with the assistance or the opinions of the council yeah. or at... The committee. The committee, sorry, with the, the, the committee. Now, um, I don't know how much of the committee's opinion actually gets through to the final decision, um, but it certainly, uh, from the outside, is more of a sounding board than a... A voting committee mm-hmm. from what from from what it looks like from the outside. But having said that, there's not a ton of transparency, and nor do I think there should be. It's a um, it's a group of people that are all putting in extra effort to ensure that things go as smoothly as possible. Um, now, having said all of that, Clint wasn't able to make it down. Yep. For whatever, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the reason matter. was. It doesn't matter what it's, the reason is. Yeah, this is, that's neither here nor there. Uh, so a local Melbourne experienced player and experienced TO in Nick stepped in to, to help out. To help out. Um, and he had to make a tough call against someone who's won it the last two years in a row. Yep. Now, having said that, there was no, there's there's no, no communication, communication. No. so it wasn't as though it's like, oh yeah, we're running late. Can you redraw? Can there can something be done? Can there be some kind of reasonable adjustment to the way this is going, um, based on the fact that we just physically cannot get to the building, but we are on our way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, they their uh, accommodation was five minutes away. Walk. But, you know, there was no communication. What yeah. else was he meant to do? I don't know. I don't he, know he what can't, else he was can't, he meant to do. He can't delay the event because two people didn't show up. No. Sure, that's 20% of the field. And and I guess that's the thing. The impact is so much bigger yeah. because there were so well, few players. Actually, it was probably... The impact was probably less. Mm. Uh, and that's because that you still had a shot of winning even if you only went 4-1. and one. So... Even though, if, like, the boys, they dropped their first game because they weren't there. Yeah. They were still in it. Yeah. They weren't out of the race. Uh, if it was a bigger event, say, a 24-player event like last year's Masters, yeah. they would have been out of the they'd race just, to begin they'd with. They'd just be out. And so, do they even show up at all? Well, that's it. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's... <laughs> yeah. And, and, and sorry, and that's not me saying that they wouldn't show up. I'm saying it would cross your mind to go, well, if I can't win. Yeah, I mean, I mean, fucking wherever, I'm just going to... Will I just go and have a weekend? Yeah. Um, and that instead. would be completely understandable, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I think so. It's a hobby. Yeah. At the end of the day, no one's walking away with a with a check or, you know, any kind of accolade. So, um, yeah, outside of what's respected within our hobby community. So, but then... It goes further in the round two pairings when these two guys were paired against each other. <laughs> well, it's because their strength of schedule was so shit and zero kill points and fucking whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it, it was only by natural selection that they got paired together. Yeah. And their game only took like an hour. So uh, what was annoying for them was they could have played against each other round one and had, still have finished a game yeah. by time. By time. Yep. 
but is it fair to let them? And this was the decision that Tia had to make, you know, yeah. and, and I'm not, I don't know what decision I would make on the day. Um, and I don't know how much responsibility a TO has to try and chase down players that aren't there on time. Uh, look, you know, if you're calling and texting and messaging on the internet or whatever and there's no response, ah, fuck them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, sorry, guys. I like, I really like both his, but um, I stand by the TO on that decision. Yep. Uh, which, yeah, it's whatever. It's neither here or there. Just don't sleep in next time. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you think that kind of experience turns those players off from bothering to go into state for uh, something? Uh, possibly. Mm. But, you know, you, you, if that happens here, it's probably going to happen wherever you are. Absolutely. Yeah, like, even if it's just fucking down the road. You rock up an hour late. Yeah. Yeah. Same, exactly the same circumstances, even if you don't travel. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that the TO would come to a similar conclusion. While it was harsh, I'll agree, very harsh, it was still fair, it was the right thing to do yeah. with everyone involved. Yep, yep, fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that shit. Um, game one, right? Yep. So uh, I get paired up against Charles Black, Chuck. Yep. Uh, who, he won uh, Bush Bash. He did. Not too long ago. And uh, he was running Skaven. I was running my Slanesh list, which I covered off uh, last episode. So go back and listen to that because I can't be fucked rattling off now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and look, I'm not going to run through all my games uh, like blow for blow, but I will just talk about a few things which happen. Uh, so uh, we're playing fucking, I think it was Border War? No, not Border Battle for the Pass. Anyway, uh, Ground down turn by turn three, I think it was, and he's like, "Oh, look, I'm I'm ready to concede. Yeah, oh, oh, I'm just gonna roll for my bell. Uh, if I roll a double six yeah. uh, and summon a vermin lord, then I'm sort of back in the game. So we'll see what happens." Yeah, I'm like, "Fuck, this guy's gonna concede." And now it's down to a dice. Well, his dice are fucking hot as shit when he plays me. Um, I've played against played against him three times now, and I'm gonna sound like a salty fuck here, right? Yeah. But play against him three times. All three times, his blue fucking Ultramarines dies, <laughs> which apparently are banned from the 40k scene, by the way. Ooh. Uh, yeah, just, yeah, fucking, I don't care. Whatever. Doesn't matter. I just thought I'd add that in. Hot dice, uh, hot dice, <laughs> hot dice. Uh, he lands that fucking double six, and then the game drags out till time. Yeah. And um, uh, Nick was there, T.O., and he was watching the game. I probably had played about 20 minutes, maybe maybe half an hour of the, the two hours and 45 minutes that we had. Yeah. You know, Chuck's army's naturally slow with plague monks and fucking... Whatever. A lot of models. And, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, he didn't know all these rules either, which was, uh, was really frustrating at times because yep. I felt like I was playing his army for him at times. Like... Oh, no, you meant to roll for the ballot at the start of the hero phase, and this yeah. is why you do it for, because it can benefit you. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I didn't know that. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the game was pretty cruisy. Uh, we probably weren't playing at optimal speed. Sure. We were having fun. Right? Yeah. And yeah. the game was pretty much over by turn three anyway. Yeah. Until that moment, and that's when it's what dragged it out. Yeah. We actually went over time for 10 minutes. This is what some of the other drama was with the Queensland guys. Yeah. They're like, we get fucking penalised and drop game because we go over to, like, we don't rock up on time. Yep. And now another table's going over time. This is bullshit. Yeah. If, what pissed me off about this game 
it's nothing to do with Chuck, right? <laughs> it's just the series of unfortunate events. Uh, this was my first ever game in a tournament, ever, right? I've, I've played a lot of fucking tournaments. Yeah. Ever that I've gone to Taiwan. Yeah, wow. Right? And when time was called, I was under the impression that that's time, we're going to sort of call it there or we're going to revert back to the previous turn. The previous whole turn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, until the start of the that battle round that you're in. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah, time's called. Yeah. I've never been in this situation before, so I didn't really know what to expect. If yeah. I was the TO, uh, I would revert back on this call there, right? Dice down, fucking that's it. Yeah. But no, Nick said, no, play it out, play out the rest of the turn, do the key things, and then roll for a priority roll, and then say, it was super tight. Right, jeez, that's, yeah. that's rough rolling for a priority after time's gone. Because uh, look, I'm someone who has played to time with the armies that I've that I've traditionally played in the last twelve months. Out of five games, I'll go to time on four of them. Fuck that, because there's just you know, I play stuff with a shitload of models or mm. a shitload of dice, and I try to play as fast as I can. Yep. But sometimes with the matchups you get, it's like two armies that are just going to have to roll, you know, hundreds of dice. Yep. And you do it as quick as you can, but shit, it still takes time. But what I've done in that is I look at the clock and based on, well, how long has each turn taken us? Each turn should go a little bit shorter, but we're not going to get through another turn. Mm. And at that point, I have a discussion with my opponent. And say, right, we're not going to get through another turn, so would you be happy to roll for priority for the turn that would be and math hammer out mm. that turn? Yeah, because this, we've, this got, is... we've got 20 minutes to go. We're not going to get through a whole turn. Yeah. Um, we can roll for priority if that's going to be... A deciding a factor. Deci a deciding factor on whether you try and push for that extra turn or not. Yeah. Um, or you say, look, there's no way we're going to get to it. Are you happy to call it there? With one person as the clear winner. Yeah. Look, um, this, this becomes a... Well, it's a theme for my first two games anyway. Oh, you know, I've, I've lost the game. I've, I'm going to concede in a sec. Oh, look at that, I win. Yeah. Fucking shits me. Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, uh, I lost that game against Charles, which was unfortunate. Uh, yeah, still had fun on the table. Uh, I just didn't... Like how I lost, yeah. Uh, considering you know, first game going to time and all that other shit. But um, so anyway, uh, we go out for lunch. Dave cares, basically looking like he's going to neck himself, uh, thinking, oh, may as well just fucking pack up and get home. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which is fair, it's understandable. But no, he's, he soldiered on, and then um, I get paired up against Matt Campbell. Uh, who's the resident corn player in Sydney? <laughs> Who hasn't like dropped a game? All yeah, year I think or he. I think he dropped a game uh, at the the team tournament up in uh, Queensland. Uh the Rune Axe one. Yeah, Rune Axe. Yeah. And then um, he also dropped his first game at Masters. Okay. So yeah. Uh, anyway, this game. So I, I'd already lost my first game. I always say, look, as soon as I lose, I'm fucking. I'm just here for fun. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. A um, little bit different with Masters because you can still win with four and one. So I was kind of uh, on the in the middle of playing for fun and playing competitively. Yep. 
Right now, to explain my motives and why I was playing for fun, but also being competitive, was uh, I gave him first turn. He just fucking shuffled around, and did fuck all. Yeah. But before all this, right, I said to him at the start of the game, "Who is the skull taker killing this game?" And he says, "Oh, oh shit, uh, you know he's I'm in an area." I said, "You know what's going to happen? The mask is going to go into him, turn one, fucking kill him." Right. Right. So yeah, the skull taker, the little. Uh, Corn Herald named hero. Yeah. And the mask. Yeah, yeah. I told him, I said, the mask is going over there and she's going to fucking kill him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, fucking, yeah, what? <laughs> <coughs> so what happens is, I give him turn one, he shuffles up, I take the turn, run the mask, charge her, she flies when she piles him, flies over the screen, gets into the Skull Taker, yep. doesn't kill him, then Skull Taker doesn't kill her. And then a fucking bloodthirst piles him from six inches, fucking takes her off, right? Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. It was a good time. But uh, I think, I don't know, that sort of threw him off a little bit. Uh, yeah. Because I just fucking sacrificed. I just threw away a fucking a hero. Yeah. You know, just to do something. Just for stupid. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was, we had a, we had a lot of laughs about that. And then um, basically there's this point in the game where if I took the double turn, uh, I would kill off a lot of his screens and stuff, but I couldn't. I didn't have the reach to go over and kill his thirsters. Okay, yep. So I'm like, well, there's no point in me taking his turns. I'm only going to be killing his shit, and I'm going to get taken off anyway. Then you're on for the double, and you're going to just go fuck. Yep. Right. So you gave it to him. So I gave it to him, and he's like, oh, yeah, fuck, I wasn't expecting that, you know. Yeah, you know, fuck, if you pull this off, this is going to be amazing. And so, you know, he, he comes in. Kills off, like, most of my shit. There's yep. a couple of heroes and stuff left, which I've obviously kept safe. Racked up a shitload of depravity points. Sure. Summoned on my entire army. Took off, like, all these bloodthirsters at a turn. And he's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so by this stage, he's like, yeah, I've already lost this play for fun. You know, rah, rah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay. Uh, so I got, in hindsight, and... While I was at the table, I got fucking, you know, I've got two keepers on the table. I'm just going to push them in and fucking push your shit in. Right? Yeah. It's going to have some fun and kill off your models. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I can see that. Skull Takers is going to go in here and kill some stuff. Ralph Priority for turn five. He wins it. Oh, I can do this. Runs him around. Fucking uh, taking one out of Pat's book, right? He yeah. cornholed me. Yeah. Summons on a D-Thurster, lands an 11-inch charge and kills the 20 demons on my objective. Yep. If I was playing smart, not saying not saying that he misled me or anything, I, I should know better uh, than to take my foot off a snake, you know? Yeah, to think that uh, he's easing up, I can ease up, we're going to play for fun because he's not actually well, going so to try and What win. was left on the table for him was one hero and five dogs. Yep. Right, the five dogs were in the back corner on the objective. Yeah. And then he had a skull taker somewhere sort of like on his side on the middle of the table. He was fucked. I had like 3,000 points on the table. Yeah. But because I didn't zone off properly or think to. Yeah, he dropped something in. And, yeah, and cornholed me. And won the game because it was knife to the heart. <sighs> and it is. And he won't wait because he had the dogs on his. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was absolutely shattered and devastated by that. You know, I shook his hand and said, well played, you deserve it. You know, that's, it's my fault for not playing efficiently and competitively. 
Yeah. Well, in your, uh, I guess in your mind, the game was over. It was. And Well, in both of our minds, and we had fucking everyone standing around the table watching, and they're like, oh my God, like, did not expect that ha- to happen. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he won fair and square. I, I just, uh, I took about half an hour out. Uh, I just went and fucking did my own thing for half an hour just to not think about Warhammer because I was fucking devastated. Yeah. Wasn't pissed off. Wasn't upset, just absolutely shattered. Because mm. I was on such a high, I was riding this wave, and then I felt sick, literally, as soon as he summoned on that deep Thurster. Yeah. Then he rolls that charge, I'm like, oh, Lord. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. yeah. It was a tough loss. Tough yeah. loss to take. But what that meant was, uh, game three, I got to verse the other corn player, Tyler, yep. uh, from Queensland. So one of the guys who missed out on his first game. Yep. Me and him, we go on like a fucking house on fire, mate. Okay, that's great. Uh, he is going to come camping with us at CanCon. Brilliant. All uh, right. He, at the pub on Saturday night, he's both in trash like me, right? Mm. Uh, we were comparing how many missing teeth we both have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's a fucking character and a half. He was the spoken buddy for the weekend. We, yeah. we got along really well. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, our game was fun. Uh, he had four bloodthirsts like Scarbrand and three others, and yeah. uh, back and forth for a bit. I couldn't kill Centigors. You know, I just killed fucking all this shit. Anyway, really fun game. We're going out for smokes fucking every ten minutes. Like it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, but anyway, the the most important part of the tournament was Saturday night. Yes, right. right. Uh, <laughs> I won that game against Tyler, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so. We go down to the Glen Ferry Hotel. Fucking awesome place. Mm. Right? Fucking awesome. Just on um, High Street or wherever it is in um, Hawthorne. And um, yeah, uh, we everyone was there except for Smorgan, I think. Yep. So out of all the players, there was the nine of us there. And we just had a lot of fun. Yeah, talked a lot of shit. We got along super well mm-hmm. um, because being such a small group, mm. uh, we all got to talk to each other properly. It's, there was no clicks. Yeah, which is the thing you get at a, at a bigger event. You know, you people do. stick to their stick to their circles. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's hard to sort of socialise with people but when you're thrown into a situation where you've only got sort of one mate, and you're all sitting around a table. Mm. You're sort of forced to socialise, and yeah. it was it was a really really enjoyable experience. Okay. Uh, yeah, sitting around with everyone. Um, Fucking uh, <laughs> Tyler, I, I reckon I almost had to call the, hot, uh, the ambulance because <laughs> he was drowning at the pub, wow. trying to keep up with me. Yeah, just, just couldn't do it. That's where he got the nickname Cadbury from. Right. Because he just couldn't do it. Right. There was a glass and a half in there? <laughs> yeah, or? Yeah. glass and a half behind me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was like four glasses behind me. Ouch. <laughs> uh, fuck. And then... Um, uh, uh, Jordan Burgess, so um, fucking, he was, uh, his back teeth were swimming at the pub as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he was buying me tequila shots after we found out our round four pairing. So I said, "You beauty, fucking, you can buy me shots. I'll buy you pints." Yeah. And yeah, he was he was only a little bloke, and mate, he fucking he was full to the brim. <laughs> nice. <laughs> But uh, it was it was just a lot of fun. It was it was uh, probably one of the more enjoyable Saturday nights I've had um, at a tournament for a long time. Yep, I think. Uh, yeah, just I, I don't know. It's always good to get out of the group and just yeah talk to other people. Yeah, so, yeah. for sure, for yeah. sure. 
Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, while everyone comes together to play Warhammer, everyone comes from a very different walk of life. It's in very different, you know, we all come from different cities. We come mm. from different, you know, there's a lot of different backgrounds, all that kind of stuff. So it, it, I guess it is kind of fun to actually connect with people when you would otherwise only have one thing in common. Mm. Um, but to find that, you know, you can actually socialise. Yeah, we, we didn't talk a, a lot of Warhammer. It was good. Mm. Yeah, we were just talking shit. Got pretty feral by the end of it because you know, I had some yeah, kind of drowning. Yep. Uh, I was pretty yeah. loose as well. Yeah. Can't imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Glen Ferry Hotel for, for uh, somewhere selling piss uh, in a city. Mm. Cheap beer. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, cheap piss is good. Okay. Um, anyway, so I, I was feeling fucking 100% tip, tippy top, right? There you uh, go. Going to, like when I woke up, I stayed up after we got back and, you know, Rice and Matt, they went to bed. I was staying home, another couple of cans. You fucking, yeah. Just, just to ease back out. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it, mate. Yeah, you know, just, that's to, it. Just, to, just to wind down. Don't, don't just turn the tap off. you got to <laughs> you got to gradually just come back down on it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I, I actually have an issue. If I go to bed after just filling my guts with alcohol, I will just throw it all up at some stage of the night. Goody. But yeah. it's not, it, it's the bad spew because it's not the one that you do while you're drinking. It's the one that's been sitting in your guts yeah. festering for ages. Yeah, know? it's nasty. Yeah, I, it is. I, um, for me, it's always just the spinning room. I get to I that. like that. No. That, that, that puts me to sleep. I can't stand that. Nah, that's bad. i got to go for a walk or something if that starts happening to me. Yeah? Yeah, I just go stumbling around somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> someone will find me in a garden. I, I get the um the sweats, the cold sweats. That's yeah. what does it for me. That's nasty. It's yeah, just like. I, but I'm I'm also a big fan. If if I've shot past my limit, and I often misjudge where that is, uh, I'm I'm a big fan of the tactical spew. I'll just go and tactical spew. Sure. Just just rewrite that boat a little bit. Just, yeah, yeah. you know, get yeah, the, nothing wrong with the text. Find my equilibrium again and then uh, carry on enjoying the festivities. I haven't been that bad for a long time, uh, actually, just thinking of it now. Because I, I don't do uh, a lot of binge drinking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I do do a lot of binge drinking. But, I mean, I don't drink uh, really quickly to excess. I wouldn't say I set the pace high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's a pace. <laughs> yes, it's it's a it's over a protracted period of time. Yeah, it's not it's not smashing down a bottle of tequila in five minutes. You no. know, it's not like that. Oh, no, no, those days have passed me. Actually, no, the last time I was real messy, uh, I don't know why. I think I was just watching TV and <laughs> I just kept drinking Jamison and, and eating corn chips. Oh, mate, that's they're the best times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, and I, <laughs> yeah, I had to find my way to the backyard at some point yeah it was a couple of houses ago so it was a while <laughs> it was a while I, I tend to just drink for flavor now yeah anyway okay. here we are now i still drink to get shit fast <laughs> most <laughs> of the time so i can record a podcast mate. well run through your last two games yeah so uh jordan super quick uh great bloke he had to go have a spew uh sort of at the start of the game mm. Coach couldn't handle it. Oh, look, Nurgle player, he should have just done it on the table. Yeah, well. Yeah. They, they're gorgeous army too, actually. Like, I've heard it's very well yeah, played. Yeah, is, well played. Is, he a, a, is he like a triple great unclean one or something? Or? No, he had, um, he had Rodriguez and then he had Blykings. Beautiful. See, I love that kind of a build. Yeah, it was um, it was great for me too, just to 
Crabity farm. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I guess there's that. So, uh, yeah, the game was over pretty quick. That was star strike, I'm pretty sure, and um, the objectives landed favourably for me, and his slow-ass army couldn't fucking get over couldn't there get in there. time, and then I just fucked him up with keepers and yeah. all that shit, you know? So, yeah. yeah. See, that's one of my favourite battle plans, and I like it a lot because of its randomness. Um, do you like it, do you? I love it. No, I really like it because, well, look, it favours a fast army, but it also, if it lands favor- favourably, it favours a tough army. Yeah. Um, one who can grind it out. What I've never seen is it actually properly spaced out. Every time I've played it, it's been skewed one way. Mm. Absolutely. Well, averages say it should be between the six and the nine, right? Yeah. So it should be sort of in the central uh, In the central third. third, yeah, in that column. Yeah, it yeah. should be. But, uh, you know... It feels like 99 out of 100 times you play that battle plan, it always lands on one extreme or the other. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, but all three of them go on the same one. That's right. You're rolling 10s and 11s, and yeah. they're way up one side. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's happened multiple times. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's weird how it plays that way. It's like I, like, I really like Relocation Orb as well. Yeah. But I like those ones where you kind of... I, I, I fucking love Relocation Orb because it's random, but you know where it's going to go. Yeah, because there's a corridor that it runs through. Yeah. Um, better now than it used to be. I wish that the only way to make that battle plan even better would be to make it one and two points instead of one and three for taking the second turn. Yeah. Because then it's not game over after three turns. That's true. That's true. There are quite a few games, there are quite a few battle plans that come turn three priority. Yeah. I decided. Yeah, there's just a lot of matchups, really. That's yeah. the that's the rock paper scissors of the, the state is. of the meta. Yeah. Um, See, that's why we've got to shake things up, people. Yeah. That's why we've got to change things. <laughs> <laughs> that's why there's. Uh, it's. I saw someone claimed it on the the More Tribes Facebook page the other day. They're getting ready for their scrap launcher Nobler meta. Okay. The new meta. Yeah. Take that shit. That's good. ten thousand Noblers and a ton of scrap launchers. Yeah, I can get behind that. That's good. So, yeah. All right. Uh, game five. Yes. Uh, was against the lovely Ash McKinnon. Yes. And, you know, I've got something to say about this camp. Is I reckon he is one of, if not the nicest bloke in Warhammer. <sighs> Peter Atkinson. No, I'm being serious. I, I know Pete. He, he's a fucking... There's something wrong with that cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's not his fault. He wasn't born here. All right. No, Ash McEwen is just an absolute fucking gent. He's good looking uh, and he makes you feel like shit because of that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Ash. But no, uh, we had a very clear and precise game. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no issues. There was... Uh, everything was declared like intent was well and truly declared it was just we were talking through our turns and it was just a really good fucking time yep um i really enjoyed that game um okay. yeah i kept i smashed him though he was taking the racist army uh with the with the fucking laser beam things the the fucking oh the devoted of signal yeah devoted of signal so yeah uh, flagellants yeah yeah, this and that, this and that. So what you're saying is there was a lot of flatulence and uh, at least at the end you two were able to cuddle, which is nice. There was, after after the coitus, there was uh, there was plenty of conversation. That's a nice time. I like it. There was a couple of things, uh, key points in this game. Was, um, I took turn one because I had dropped him because I was two drops, right? Yep. And um, he set up his army so if I wanted to, I could fly my keeper over to go and kill his laser beams. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, mm, no, nah, because we're playing Total Commitment. Yep. And so I'm like, nah, 
No, I'm just gonna kill your bodies. <laughs> just, just gonna just gonna work through one the... keeper. Fucking forty fledglings. Yeah, just work through it. It was fucking great. Oh man. Uh, blowing up the other one, other forty blob with hysterical frenzy. Fucking yeah, killing off all these other shit. Mm-hmm. Um, his laser beams that killed the keeper. He was like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry for that." I'm like, fucking don't be sorry, Ken. That's great. <laughs> you know what I'm like? Fucking, yeah. Don't you apologize to me, you soft cunt? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was fucking. It was. It was funny. Um, now grab the nipples and twist. Then <laughs> <laughs> there was one more point in the game. Where I, I, I building up to his shooting phase. I'm like, oh fuck. Uh, so I had I had a chariot and I had three house driders within range for lookout serve. Right? Yep. I'm like, I just need to check a rule real quick. I didn't tell him what rule. But I spent a good couple of minutes on my phone while he was moving his shit, just reading and reading and reading. Like, trying to make it also, also playing up a little bit. He's like, oh. He didn't ask me what I was reading, which is, yeah, good on him. He was too too focused on trying to outplay me, which mm-hmm. is fair enough in that tournament. And, um, yeah, I was looking up the rules for look at set. Yep. So, uh, he fucked up his order for shooting really badly. So you shot the chariot before shooting the Hellstriders? Yes. Right. So he had crossbowmen, mm-hmm. which could have just you know, fucking shredded up Hellstriders. Well, he just needed to kill one. He just needed to do two wounds, right? Yeah, because but it's... But yeah. what he did was spend a CP to re-roll ones to hit with this fucking laser beam thing. Yeah. Rolls two threes to hit. It hits on threes normally. Mm-hmm. So they both miss. Oh, because it's... Because look at sir. Because look at sir. Yeah. It's a one to hit. Yeah. Oh, damn. And then the second one, he's like, oh, fuck. I fucked this up. And I, he was like, you frazzled me, Joel. You fucking frazzled me. I said, great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and read my phone about yeah. the other rule. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, man, I'm fucked. <laughs> 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 nah, it's, yeah, it's great. We um, we just sort of got lost um, in the in the process of the game. Uh, time was time was coming out. Our game didn't go to time because it was over like well and truly before yeah. before then we were just sort of playing for the funsies of it. Yeah. I was scoring his points, he wasn't scoring mine. Yeah. Um we were just sort of dancing around with bodies at one stage. Yeah. Just trying to get the bodies uh in and around. And um yeah, so got the win there. So finished the event three two. I think I came with six. Okay. No, was it six? Fifth. Ah oh, fuck whatever. It wasn't first on last. Okay. So you were somewhere somewhere in the guts. Yeah. Um, cool. Finished higher than Dave Kerr. That's all I know. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Hey, in fairness, he broke your trophy, so fuck him. Yeah, fuck that cunt. <laughs> you know he got banned from CanCon because of that? Because of that violent outcry? Yeah, well, I mean, it was uncalled for. Oh, well, he can't make it this year. Mm-hmm. He, he's saying he's going away on holidays. Oh, oh no, that's no. not the case. No, that's not the case. It's, no, the truth is he's been asked not to. Yeah, I actually, I forgot about that. He broke my trophy. I was fucking owed him for that. Sorry, man. Damn it! I had my opportunity, my yeah. one shot. I fucking yeah. blew it. That was at Masters. Couldn't kneecap that motherfucker. <laughs> he, he, he was going through enough pain as it was. I think so. he was. <laughs> I think he had a shit enough time that week. <coughs> um, yeah, but hey, there's always next year. There is. Uh, next year's Masters is going to be in June. Yeah, it's right. only a six month fucking. So this is a reset of the of the schedule. Yeah, it's it? it's basically. So I think the community. I don't know what the fuck happened because I'm not on the committee anymore. Yeah. Um, but there was a basically a vote 
uh, by pretty much everyone. All the reps asked their their state mm-hmm. what would they prefer, and um, it was either extending the season mm-hmm. or uh, reducing it for the year. Yep. Uh, and we all sort of voted for reducing because it was going to be like an eighteen month one. Yeah. Fuck that. Uh, so instead of that, it's going to be a six month and then back to normal twelve months. Yeah. But it's now a mid-year finish. So CanCon is a midpoint of the season Correct. as opposed to the start of the season. Well, yep. relatively the start of the season. Yep. Yeah, I really like that. Same here. Um, and I don't care if it's six months or 18 months. Actually, I prefer it smaller. I voted for smaller. Yep. Um, just because it gets it over and done with. Yeah, and then we get back to a normal 12-month. Correct. Yeah, yep. instead of dragging out, having two CanCons, having two fucking... Feels messy. Yeah. Oh, man, it's, that's, that's a big season. Yeah. And considering that uh, it wasn't going to be extended to four, but your best four games. Okay. It yep. just makes no sense to have it extended. Now, can you imagine the dog pile you've got at that top end? Fuck that. With that many tournaments. Someone's going to miss out by like 0.01. Yeah. And they're going to be gutted. Yeah. No. No. Short season. That's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Short season. It's more of an interim season anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't, who, who cares? It's a, it's a let's find ourselves kind of a season. Yeah. It's a, let's just do it and get it over and done with. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just get through this. This is the, uh, this is the, the anal season. <laughs> I suppose you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So all in all, I think we can say that, uh, Masters was a whole hell of a lot of fun. Mm. Um, now some other fun news uh, we've got a new release coming out. Not Zinch, Slaves to Darkness. Yes. There you go. I did see in our group chat the other day that there was a what, leaked war scroll in French. That's nice. <laughs> Fucking handy, that is. <laughs> uh, to our one French listener. <laughs> well, I, we have a French listener. I do not parlez-vous français. Do you? Oh, I do a little bit, but not enough. I, I not enough to read War Scrolls. No, no, no. no I, I got a couple of years of it from high school, but fuck, that was a long time ago. Mm. Yeah, and from what I understand, the language has changed significantly since. Has it? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maybe. man. Yeah, I heard of French. It fucking wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, you're probably more across this than I am because I'm now I'm I'm once again showing uh, my inexperience in Age of Sigma because this is a faction that I know nothing about mainly because they've been shit the entire time I've been in AOS that no one even uses Archaon anymore or any of these things I don't know anything about this army I don't even know what they are they're chaos of some sort they're saying that you go see your doctor about are they what cancer. STD. Oh, right. That. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, they had a book. They had a book come out. <laughs> oh, all right, let's get some in-depth analysis. Uh, I'm going to cross over to Joel. Joel, uh, can you run us through what the latest writings are for the uh, your STD? <laughs> get a shot and clear that right up. Uh, mate, once you get it once, you don't get it again, mate. <laughs> no one ever got an STD from sleeping on a mattress. They do if there's a hooker on it. Hey! <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, uh, for more in-depth uh, reviews, uh, fucking go check out our previous episode. That's it.
so yeah, look, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll actually see a few at CanCon. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I might. You know. If I can get the annual fucking bus of hookers. You're going to see plenty of these days. Absolutely. There's going to be a ton of this. I mean, Canberra, it's just all porn and fireworks, let's face it. Yeah. That's why it is our nation's capital. Yeah. Uh, now, what I want to do is move on. <laughs> You're too professional for this, Dave. Sorry, mate. I can't help it. Um, it's just, I was born professional. I was never a child, you know. Uh, <laughs> just straight out of the test tube. Okay, straight out of the test tube looking like this, man. <laughs> <laughs> With grey hair and a gut. All right. <laughs> what's, what's that movie with um, Arnold Schwarzenegger and fucking Donnie DeVito? Daddy, yeah, twins. Twins, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you were like the doctor. I am. <laughs> I am. I'm the, I'm the leftover turd that <laughs> falls out of the placenta at the end. No one expected <laughs> this. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, where go, are we? Go to the medical bed. <laughs> where are we at? I want, you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about yeah. 3D printing. Okay. Um, Let's do it. Enlighten me on 3D printing, Dave. So I got a 3D printer for Christmas. Um, I know it's not Christmas yet, but I had to open it up and start using it just to make sure it wasn't fucked because it came all the way from Prague. Right. Because that's that's where the good 3D printers are made. Didn't know that, but it's true. Um, What I want to talk about is the impact of 3D printing on wargaming. Now, I know that there's, there's various YouTube videos and all sorts of stuff. We've got websites with thousands of models that are some of which are blatant copyright infringement others are borderline borderline and others are people's own spin on things um what i've found so far the 3d printer i got is a um i guess your traditional layer printing plastic style one Mm -hmm. it's not a resin one so there is, uh, I know there is a resin style, and from what I understand, those are the ones that give you very high detail. Correct. Yep. Um, the one now, having said that, the one I've got, I've got no issue with the level of detail it spits out. Um, it's quite good. Which one do you have? I got a uh, Prusa Mark III S. Google it. It's a really, it's a really good unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and but the learning curve to just go from, I know nothing about 3D printing to, okay, fuck, I've got a 3D printer, now what? I've learned how to use three new bits of software um, and I'm, uh, I think for every successful print, I'm probably getting five failed ones just in tinkering and learning how to do everything. Fucking YouTube is amazing. So thank you to all the YouTubers out there. Now, don't forget to like, subscribe, and like, ring subscribe. that bell. <laughs> now, um, what I wanted to look at was 3D printing for terrain. We've got some companies, they sell SDL files for printing terrain. That's what they do. They don't sell you physical items. They just sell you these files. Mm-hmm. And they're a nick. Like you can get the file for a really nice looking bit of terrain for like five bucks. Yep. Um, print it as often as you like rescale it add bits to it whatever you want to do as, as complex as you want to go with it um, we've got others who do very nice models but they're not genuine games workshop models mm-hmm. should friends let friends proxy 
with 3D printed models, mm. uh, as long as you can tell what they are. So you think as long as it's of what you see is what you get yeah. kind of an approach. Well, it's the same as any... It doesn't matter if it's 3D printed or not. Uh, if you're going to proxy models... Well, uh, you use counts right? So mm. proxies are blatant fucking... Uh, this stone horns a mall crasher kind of thing. Sure, yeah. So yeah. counts as so, okay. count, counts as models. Yeah, and there's no issue with whether they're fucking three D printed or you're sculpting your own shit. Like it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, as long as it resembles the model that it's trying to be. Yeah, right. There should be no issue as long as it fits the theme. Uh, you know, it's should this be limited to a certain number of models within an army or should you be able to print a whole army print a whole fucking army yeah doesn't matter yeah as long as it looks alright who gives a fuck yeah fits a theme yep uh, it resembles the models that they're trying to be mm-hmm. uh, fucking go for gold yeah right if you want to start printing off your own armies go for it mate fuck I would there you know is, how long it takes <laughs> there is there is no difference between someone buying like the entire army that's like counts as models from Mears Miniatures or fucking yep. you know wherever it doesn't matter mm. uh, third, third party companies yep. right? there yep. is no difference between their products and using 3D printed models mm. providing that 3D printed models are good yes uh, then yeah, what the fuck's the difference okay well now I want to play a little game oh fuck alright now I've been printing some models Okay, now this is something that, now that I have a 3D printer, I'm printing shit constantly. Yeah. So this is something we're going to do every episode now. Oh, fuck. What I'm going to do is, you're going to close your eyes. I'm going to hand you a 3D model. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell you what it intends to count as, as far as, as an Age of Sigma equivalent. And you have to try and tell me, just by feeling it, what it is I've printed. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. So, for example, um, I might say this is a, supposed to be a Geminid, and what I've printed is a golf ball. I So, hang on. I don't like the sound of this game. It's fine. For two reasons. Yeah. Firstly, you want me to basically blindfold myself and yep. touch something of yours. Correct. <laughs> Yep. Secondly, slaves to dark. The balls are in that box. It's <laughs> <laughs> dick in the box. No, all right. Okay, no, so fine. Fuck it. I've had a few beers. All right, all right. They're closed. Okay, so close your eyes. I'm gonna hand you one. Now, now you have to ignore scale. Oh, right. fuck yeah, This is gonna be just, 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 shit. Just, all right, just, right. Here you go. Now, this is a proxy. Oh, why is it all wet and sticky? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had it in my mouth. Um, this is a proxy for a demon prince. Can you tell me, just by feeling that, what you think that model actually is? It feels like a dick with legs. <laughs> You're not far off. <laughs> I'm gonna stick with that. <laughs> it's a dick with legs. All right, open your eyes. No, it's a little cartoony hellboy. That's a fucking dick with legs. Demon prince. Is it? Technically a demon prince. Yes, it is. No, no, this is clever. Uh, that is definitely not detailed enough to proxy. <laughs> <laughs> no? The dick would look... No? Okay. no, it definitely needs an eye on top of its head. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, okay, so this next one would be a proxy for a Star Trek. 
Alright, close your eyes. What's that? I don't know. No? Go on, is it a horse or like a... Hang on, there we go. It's a giraffe. You're close. No? Alright. Open your eyes. It's the pinata alpaca oh, from Fortnite. Fucking Jesus Christ. I painted that. Yeah, nice. Alright, last one. Uh, this will be a proxy for the uh, purple son of Haish thingy. Shaish or whatever it is. Stab me. You know, it's the endless spell, yeah? Yeah. Alright, tell me what that actually is. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> Twist it like that. <laughs> I like you went straight for the appendage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. It's standing at attention. Hang on. Is that is that actually a penis? <laughs> <laughs> it is too. It is, isn't it? Or is it Pinocchio? No, what's what the fuck? I don't know. I'm gonna open up my eyes. Okay. That's fucking SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a. It was kind of like a reversal purple sign because he's got no spikes. He's got. In homes. Oh, Jesus Christ. There you go. Well, there you go. I hope that was a great podcast listening, guys. <laughs> Listen out for next episode when I print three more unusual things. <laughs> and say that they're proxying for something <laughs> when they're the completely wrong size. I said you have to ignore scale. <laughs> you were pretty sure that all of them were a penis. Oh, no. I don't know what this says about I the giraffe. I was pretty close with the giraffe. You were close with the giraffe. That, yeah. That, that alpaca pinata thing is pretty cool. All yeah. Right. Oh, there you go. So there you go. That's our segment on 3D printing. Um, for me, uh, I will be using it to print some small pieces of scatter terrain and other things um, just for fun. And outside of that, I'm printing mostly just knickknacks and paddywhacks, yeah, just all sorts of random shit. And it's good fun. It you really dog a bone too? Yeah, I do yeah. on occasion. Just talking about penises. All right. <laughs> Did you hear about that bloke in Tasmania? Anyway. Now, we uh, had uh, 201 days after the General's Handbook, and FAQ has arrived. And uh, all the things that changed are written in magenta. Mm. That's just how they do. That's it. Uh, what were you not surprised by? Uh, oh... I was not surprised. Right, I'm just going to go for an easy one here. I was not surprised that the Hello Heart command ability got nerfed to uh, wounds inflicted instead of the dice roll. Yep. Okay. What we was there anything in there that you were pleasantly surprised about? Uh, changes to the blockings. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, I'm a big fan of that too. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah, that that needed to happen a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so good, good for Nurgle. It means that we just get to play that boring ass fucking army again. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I got a lot of Nurgle, Black Kings in the cupboard. I'm Nurgle pretty happy about that. I yeah. Actually, I really like the 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 Black Lord sort of well, Black King yep. uh, heavy list. Yeah, me too. Big fan. Uh, I'm actually. Uh, some people will probably disagree. I actually really don't mind the new Plague Monk War Scroll. Yeah, it's not bad. You look, you lost your rend and your. You double damage, I suppose, but it's you're still getting two rune rolls on the six. And on top of that, you're not rolling and portioning out 
all your dice. Yeah, it's quicker. Yeah, it's easier to play. It's more in line with the way things should play. I'm actually a really big fan. Uh, it's been a two-step process because the last in the the new Skaven Tide book, they got rid of the uh, the scroll mm. ability. Um, it's just a book of woes, but now they've even changed that a little bit. And oh, look, I'm a fan. Although now all my shit that's a stick and a knife, I'm thinking maybe it should be double knives because that rerolls pretty sweet. Yeah, but you can get uh, what's the furnace give? It gives reroll wounds, doesn't it? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Okay, so. But um, oh, then you've also got the the being unit the, like the unit size bonuses from Skaven itself. You do; they're still there. Yeah. So I mean, so you're still hitting on on uh, threes. threes. Yeah. So instead of fours and threes, it's threes and threes and twos. Goes to on a lot of forty, I think. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Okay. Something like that. Something. Um, that's on sticks. That's yeah. Anyway, uh, the. Fire Slayers getting their max unit reduced to 20. That's a that's a buff to the Fire Slayers. I'll tell you why for two reasons. Yep. One, uh, 30 mans were cumbersome. Especially for Holy Within. And people only took them because of the Horde discount. Yes. Right. Uh, now that they're cheaper, <laughs> cheaper for a unit of five, that's what they were. Yep. And then they also get a Horde discount at, at 20. 20. Yep. Uh, they're ridiculously cheap for what they do. Yeah, you've got a smaller footprint for Holy Within's. Yep. Um, Because on those big bases, you're never getting 30 in combat. What it means as well is, uh, instead of taking, uh, say taking a unit of 30, you're going to take two 40s. Yep. Or, uh, sorry, two two 20s. Or, some people even take three 20s, and that's all three battle line. It's a lot of bodies, a lot of wounds, a lot of shit that you cannot shift. 120 wounds with a four up ward save. Yeah, Yeah. that's fucked. It's pretty fucked. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if people started playing with that. Yeah. Uh, I think two units of 20 would be great for power projection and being able to spread your damage. Yep. Um, And being only max 20 allows you to do that. You would never do that uh, when they were max 30. No. No, that's it. Okay. Any other thoughts on the fact? Oh, well, you got the Slanesh. Uh, I don't really care because I'm not playing Slanesh anymore. Yep. Uh, they've, they've retired again. Yep. Uh, just at Masters, I just didn't enjoy playing them oh, uh, as much as what I used to. Yeah. Um, whether that was just because of the nature of the event being, I wouldn't say cutthroat, but, you know, just like being that next level competitive look. Uh, yeah, I... I, I we're going to talk about this a bit later, but, uh, yeah, I just didn't enjoy playing that tier sort of army. Yep, sure. Even when I was winning, I didn't really enjoy it a whole lot. Yep. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it's good to see. I was actually really disappointed that things didn't go down in points. Yeah, okay. Because uh, if they went down in points, I could start playing lists that I really want to sort of start playing. But they're priced out at the moment. They're priced out, yeah. yeah. They're, uh, they're still still better just to take a chariot, and they're fucking pains in the asses to play with. Yeah. Such cool models, just their bases are fucking dumb. They're humongous, aren't they? Well, they mate, half the models hanging off the base. That's true, and, and it's all just spikes. <laughs> yeah. And it's all spiky and just clips fucking models. And yeah, you know, if you if it dies, you take ten other models. With <laughs> it's, just it's, tax. It's, it's just a tax. It's just a tax. It's fucked. Other things get to blow up when they die. This one, it's just whatever models are attached to it, yeah. they die as well. Yeah. 
That, that should be a rule. If you can, yeah. you know, it's like those uh, can of monkeys or whatever. Barrel of monkeys. Barrel of monkeys, yeah. House yeah. rule it. House yeah. rule. Yeah, done. Uh, <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Talk to me about CanCon. What are you taking in CanCon? Have you decided? Uh, oh, I've got a couple of lists. I haven't made up my mind just yet. Um, weighing up the pack and the options that I've got available. Um, so the first one is going to be... Well, first, I've got three options, right? So mm-hmm. the fir- two, first two are cities. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the third one's Iron Jewels. Yeah. Which is the likely contender at the moment. Uh, but so the first one is Scott Trek and Greywater Fastest. Yep. Right. So that's going to be great against, it's easier to play, yep. uh, great against a lot of the medalists. However, since CanCon's 250 plus, it's, I don't want to repeat a lot of war where I take it, I'll drop my first game and I'm playing against non medalists. Yeah, that, that, there is an issue there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's worrying me at the moment with that army. Um, the second one is a living city list, which is heavily stormcast, so like six desolators and a uh, Drake's Horn uh, Templar. That's interesting. Yeah, pretty much a similar list to what I was running for stormcast, just in living city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, again, I haven't, I haven't played that. That would be fun, but it's I don't know how well it would go because I haven't had any experience with it yet. Yep. So that's probably not likely either. Yep. Uh, and then the third one's the Iron Jaws, which is probably the likely contender. Yep. So that's what I've been playing on the last couple of battle reports. If everyone watches those, or if anyone watches those, you'd know. Um, so double crusher, mm. no, no blood tooth or fucking iron suns or anything. It's just brutish cannon for a free mind destroyers every hero phase and. Um, but yeah, another crusher <laughs> yeah. uh, with Nectree Rend uh, on his on his thing, just because there's going to be a lot of uh, Petrifex Elite there. Yep. So it's good to be able to just burn through those guys um, with that. Uh, yeah, four units of pigs and two um, war chanters in a. The pigs are in the Iron Fist, so two free Mighty Destroyers a turn, an extra CP plus one for the battalion. Yep. I. Got shit that I can actually use and make the army really punchy if I needed to. Yeah, like you, we we played um, just recently. Yeah, and um, against your your more tribes. Yeah, and yeah, fucking that was a brutal game. But fuck me, like uh, the crushers, man, they just pump out the damage. Like one 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 killed twelve gluttons by itself. Yeah, that's right. In um, in like the first turn. Yeah. Um, before you do anything. Bef- yeah. Exactly right. It, the damage output is is mm. immense. Um, you know, that's a 16 model army and it, it hits like a freight train. It's yep. easy to play. It's fun. People enjoy, I think, playing against Iron Jaws uh, to some degree anyway. it's. A, I think it's a... What I like about it is that it's a simple configuration of models. You know what you're up against essentially yeah um now that's not to say that i played particularly well against it but you don't have 12 different kinds of units you can't hang on can that shoot how far does that move what's that doing over there what's that synergy with that it's just Mm. it's kind of you know what you see is what you get yeah Yeah. and and that's refreshing yeah what i really like about the army and iron jaws in general at the moment is that they've got a lot of tricks up their sleeves like 
I don't think I did it against you uh, in this game, but uh, you could you, you can charge in the hero phase, right? Then you can retreat, you can run, fucking just get out of there. Yeah. Like, and this is for free because you've got like, two free mining destroyers. Yeah. Uh, you can retreat over because your more crushes are flying. Retreat over what you're in combat with. Um, and then you can just pile into something else that's juicy behind it. Yeah. Um, and that works really well. It throws a lot of people out. Now, <laughs> there's been a little bit of, I wouldn't say a debate because it's, it's clear cut in the rules, but there's been a lot of people that just weren't aware of this trick because there's really been nothing that can charge in the hero phase before, apart from corn. Yeah. Right. And yeah. a lot of corn players, they want to charge and stay in combat. They don't want to then retreat unless they're trying to slingshot themselves. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's the one mm. difference, isn't it? Uh, and being able to slingshot a more crusher or three pigs after you put buffs on them to then get them killing something on an objective. Yep. Uh, it works really fucking well. Like, I played against Cam's uh, army earlier, uh, before your game, actually. Yeah. And um, he was running Petroflex Elite. And what I was able to do was uh, mighty destroyers and charge a unit of three pigs into a buffed-up unit of uh, fucking skellies. Yeah. Uh, tech Guard. No intention of actually fighting them in the... Because I don't want to take damage. Right? Yeah. So... Uh, just slingshotted them like eight inches up from the charge and then another 15. Yep. And then pulled in into his catapult. Yep. Tied that up so I couldn't shoot and then scored the objective at the same time. Nice. Like that, and that was all for free. It's just a leapfrog, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, and beauty about retreating, part, uh, comparing to a regular move, is you can, you only have to end the move outside of three inches. Yep. So you've actually got a more direct path. If there's a couple of units in your way uh, that you can just run straight past yep. uh, without needing to worry about being three or more away until you f- finish your move. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I really like, I wouldn't call it jank, but I really like the the, the stuff, the, the subtle uh, movement shenanigans and also activation wars as well yep. uh, that the Iron Jaws uh, possess. Because... Mm. You know, I haven't seen anyone do that before, but it, like with Iron Jaws, but it's, it's legit as fuck. <laughs> yeah, nice. And yeah, I'm, so I've been really enjoying playing the army. It's only 16 models, so it's quite sort of fragile in that sense, but it's, it's super killing. Yes, it is. Yeah. And there's something appealing about having a low model count army when you've got six games in a hot tin shed. For sure. Uh, I don't want to be playing games for more than an hour at a time because you know, I made the mistake at the start of the year taking Beasts of Chaos while I did well with them. I was fucking rat shit by the end of the weekend. Yeah. Uh, I was just lucky that all the guys kept me hydrated with all the beers we were drinking. <laughs> well, it's important. <laughs> it is important. You've got to stay hydrated. So, um, yeah, look, I, I think I'll probably lock that in. Uh, I'm just going to work out uh, what mount traits I want on which more crusher. Yep. Go from there, whether I want to go all that offense with the one and then have the ethereal emblem on the general yep. and like weirden so you can ignore spells just to make him super tanky. But because they're, they're still choppy without um, all like choppy artifacts and all that, so mm. yeah, I think mm. I might might run that, might submit that uh, pretty soon actually because yep. I've been painting it up as well uh, and yeah, playing a few games, but really enjoying it. Okay.
Mm, sounds good. Yeah. What are you looking at taking? Uh, I'll be taking more tribes. Um, it's just a case of what what build I want to do. So um, I've been running for the most part a double Frost Lord Stonehorn uh, list with a Gormand in a Blood Gullet. So. That's just a lot of stupid words. If you're across more tribes, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you're not, um, it's a weird combo of butchers, shooty guys, tough guys, regular guys, and then two behemoths. And then an extra little wizardy dude, essentially. That's kind of what it is. Um, It's a four drop too, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's a four drop. Um, Look, it's not a bad list. I think it is really dependent on deployment. And um, after our game earlier, you know, we discussed it could benefit from a screen. But in order to do that, something's got to come out. Yeah. You know, because there's not a lot of... It's very tight as it is, yeah. Um, Although I am toying with the idea of a second build that is pure Beast Claw, that is a boulder head. Build, yep. Uh, triple stone horn and a dozen mourn fangs. Um, so similar to your iron jaws, really. In a lot of ways, it's three big things and twelve cav. It's just three start collecting boxes. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, but it has some pretty good synergies in the boulder head. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Uh, I'm I may look at doing that. It's got a lot of things that buff up the wounds, the damage output on the charge. It requires a, it requires it to be an alpha. Mm. Um, you can't sit back and counter punch against something that can box you in, which was a problem I had in our game. I couldn't get a lot of charges in, and I think more tribes really depend on that charge. So For sure. I've got I've got the models not built, but I own them. So. With only five weeks to go, it's a case of whether I paint one more Stonehorn and a dozen Mournfangs, or if I finish painting uh, 20 Ogres, this is the question. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. They're if, not too hard to paint, though, are they? They're not hard to paint. And look, it wouldn't be hard to get Mournfangs to tabletop. No. Um, I'm not looking to win any painting awards. I do enjoy painting, but I've promised myself I'd never rush a paint job for a tournament as far as, well, no, as far as um, I wouldn't, it's an army I want to play for a long time. And so it's something that I want to get it to tabletop or to whatever battle standard is that we're doing for CanCon without doing a rush or a shit job of it that uh, it's going to require a lot of repainting later well the beauty of playing such a low model count army is there's not many models to paint exactly <laughs> no that's right um the question is yeah can i can i build and paint 12 cav models and and another big beastie i hate painting cav yeah 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 painting up my angels list at the moment i fucking hate them. <sighs> they're mostly armor like up with yours with mine they're all fur yeah it's a lot easier i think yeah. you just Paint the tusks, paint the fur, and paint still, you, you still got your detail. But you don't have like you, you got one main sort of piece. I, I yeah, most of because of the texture, most of mine's a dry brush on that fur. Mm. I find that 
and where I do have the funniest painting of pants on the ogres. That's the fucking best. I've painted some crazy shit on my ogres so far. Pinstriped Oh, yeah. I've had a ball doing it. And that's the thing. I'm really enjoying painting these guys. So, um, having said that, the army I have been running is not optimised. And so, really, if I'm going to look at bringing in a screen, then I've got another 20 nobblers to assemble and paint. Just to run that with the other 20 ogres I've got there that I need to finish. I think that's a bigger paint job than a dozen more things. Yeah. So it might come down just strictly to what I've got time to do as well, well at this point. You probably need to nail it out pretty quick, mate, because you've only got, what, five? Five, five weeks. weeks. Yeah. yeah, five weeks and less than that to uh, submit a list. So Yeah. Yeah. I might have to... Um, get it built, play a couple of games and see how you feel. Yeah. And that's the best bet. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to. While he's painting up the other list in the meantime. like, So I've got my grey water list already painted, ready to go. Yep. Uh, work on the Iron Jaws options, you know. Yep. So, yeah, options always good. Yeah, well, look, uh, I've got currently built two Frost Lords, but only one of them has the Frost Lord glued into the saddle. Yeah. So he can, the one that isn't, can come straight out and he can become a Huskered. Mm-hmm. I'll just got to paint the husker, you know, the, that model. So all that stuff's pretty good. So, good. Oh, look, I'll um, I'll work it out in the next 48 hours. By the time you, listener, are listening to this uh, discussion, I will have made a decision. Was it the right decision? Only a future episode will know. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to probably have another episode before CanCon. And then, yeah, we'll jam on in. Yeah, yeah and then uh, our CanCon recap. As usual. Yes. I may or may not record some random segments while we're at CanCon 2. That's going to be pure podcast gold. Oh, that will be something. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Look, we had uh, plenty of refreshment last year and many conversations were had that were kind of funny. We had a full intent of actually recording probably while we were there as well. Yes. That never happened, and probably for the best. Yeah, because we did actually record some at Lord of War, and apart from Pat's 12-minute tirade in the alley, oh, the rest of it was garbage. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I say garbage, not just not, not that the content was garbage, but the recording quality and everything else was just garbage. It's yep. just uh, very difficult to do. So, yeah, we'll see how we go. Um, I'm looking forward to buying another half a dozen board games that I'll never play. Uh, so that'd be nice. That's good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yay, CanCon. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually really excited about CanCon. So uh, on that note, the year that was, um, 2019, it has been my full first year of competitive gaming. Yep. I've enjoyed that. I only about halfway through that actually hit my stride with uh, Nighthorn. When, when Legion of Grief came out. <laughs> Since then, in the last six months, I've jumped from that to a uh, Pestilence. Yeah, Skaven Pestilence, full-on Pestilence list. And then jumped over to more tribes. How many models do you reckon you've painted this year? Because it'll be a fuckload. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, well, this like year... Like, not including everyone else's. Yeah, okay. Well, I've, I've painted this year um, one and a half Nighthorn armies. 
for all the extra models that I didn't end up using. Um, a, an entire Deepkin army, an entire uh, Troll or Trogoth army, including a Loon Shrine and stuff. Um, most of a Fire Slayer's army, most of an Ogre army. Tables worth of terrain, yep. of GW based and everything is what we were using earlier. Oh, and um, <laughs> I had free, uh, had uh, Cities of Sigma in there as well. Yeah. So, uh, gyro, a couple of tanks. Some dudes. Some dudes. Yeah. So all that shit as well. Uh, plus the Nurgle I painted up this year that oh. I've got in my cupboard. Yeah, you've been painting enough, have you? A little bit. Yeah. They're a contrast, they're yeah, a contrast yeah. army. They take contrast really well, though. They do. Well, they've got a, there's a Nurgle colour. The plague yeah. terror flesh or whatever it is, it's a beautiful colour for them. So, yeah, so there's that too. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Can't remember if I painted anything else outside of that. Oh, yeah, I did another bloody 20 or 30 models of uh, Witch Elves or Sisters yeah. Slaughter or something. So, That's lots. Well. Lots is what you're telling me. Hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds of models this year I painted. Okay, I'm actually at the stage now where... Seems I've stopped buying stuff. Uh, and I've sold off a lot of my XF shit. Yeah. I'm actually a lot of my collection is mostly painted now. That's which awesome. that's a scare no, that's not awesome. That's a that's fucking scary. That means I need to go blow a whole heap of money and buy a whole heap of shit just so I don't ever reach that point where I have no models to paint. I think I have almost as many unbuilt models as I do built. Yeah, yeah. So I used to be like that, mm. but I've just, I've just like all my forty k stuff gone. Oh yeah, I don't have that much forty k stuff. But all that was sort of painted as well, as, so <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I I've stopped buying just random shit, and I'm just buying this now. And those yeah. discs go to tournaments, so they get painted. Yes, yeah, that makes good sense. Yeah. So um, yeah, like my collection is. It's a lot smaller. It's probably the smallest it's been since I've been an adult. Yeah. Um, but it means that, yeah, like I don't have to paint. Because <laughs> yeah. I prefer playing. I really enjoy painting. I do. I really enjoy it. And I enjoyed, you know, like I said with these ogres, I've enjoyed designing their pants. Mm. The patterns of the pinstripes and stuff. You know, I've talked to you before about custom design on the banner that fits with the blood gullet fluff and that kind of stuff, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and I've enjoyed uh, learning new techniques and, yeah, I'm by no means am I uh, a professional painter, but I'm getting better mm. and I'm, I'm happy with a lot of the models I do now. I've got some some cool things going on, which I'm, I'm really pleased about, so... Um, yeah, yeah. Very good. You got a favourite tournament from this year? Oh, it'd have to be Cairns, I think. Mm. That was just a, you know, tournaments, it's not about the, on the day, it's about the, the entire experience. Yes. And that, whole that, weekend, yeah. that provided the whole package. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were staying in an awesome house, uh, we had good company, all the guys were looking after us up there, uh, 
great games. Yeah, the list goes on. Yep. Um, so yeah, that was probably my favourite tournament of the year. I, definitely the rap that it got is the reason that I made sure it was the one that I was going to this year, like definitely. Mm. And um, thank you very much to Rockhampton for actually shifting the date for me ever so slightly um, so that I could go. Yeah. I really appreciate that. So, it's good. Um, yeah, that is that is locked in. That is done. So I'm, I'm super psyched about that. I actually really enjoyed the Saggy Tea weekend. Mm. I know that that tournament wasn't for everybody, but I had a blast. Um, and now I was playing on the bottom tables. I did not do well, but the venue was cozy and heaps of fun. The buffet they put on for lunch was great. I just, I really enjoyed it. We went, we you know went out on the Saturday night. We had a good. Feed at the pub. And yeah, yeah. Fucking left my jumper there. You wanted me to measure the hoodies. Did you? Yeah. I don't even have one. No. Um, yeah, I think I think that was probably the the pick of them for me. That was a good weekend. Yeah. Plus, it's an easy drive to Adelaide. Yeah, it is. It's fucking. It's too easy. You just got to avoid the bushfires, right? <laughs> yeah, this time of year, it's fucked. How am I going to go drive to Canberra? Um, what what other event did I really enjoy? Just trying to think. Well, I, I went to I went to a lot of events this year. You did, yeah. Uh, man, fucking. I got uh, the Geelong one. The one day was really fun. Well, I'll, I'll be going to one of those next year. Well, I've the, got that two day. Yeah, I'm going to the yeah I'm going to the two day in Yeah, yeah. That's um, gonna be awesome. I've actually teed up a little family holiday uh, around it. Wishbash, uh, yeah, Wishbash was amazing. That was as well. I mean, yeah, it's we're tuning around horns, but. <laughs> It, it was a well-run and enjoyable event. Yeah. Uh, again, similar to Cairns, it was a great experience. Right? Yeah. Just all-around great experience. I think, well, the playing field, the quality of terrain on the tables, the the venue, I'm a big fan of that venue as well. I, don't, I just really enjoyed it. I know we, we're responsible for how that goes. But I fucking loved it. Yeah. I really enjoyed that tournament. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a really good weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tough matchup. Soul crushing games. Oh yeah. But still a good tournament. Really good people. Yeah. The- uh, and that uh, to me a lot of that goes to the uh, the South Australian and the uh, the you know, some of the Jong blokes and they're just they're good humans, mm. I think. Um Next year. Next year? Next year. It's just business as usual, isn't it? <laughs> I think we're going to try and do two events, aren't we? Two? Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, we'll be branching off from the BadgerCon convention. Yeah. Well, convention. Air quotations there for the people who can't see me. Yeah. Which, which is everybody <laughs> except for me. Yeah. Uh, look, I can't even see what I'm doing with my hands. No, it's right. fine. <laughs> just don't, just, no, don't touch me there. All right. Um, so we're breaking away from Badger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, I, I, I think uh, we've locked that in. Yep. Uh, we're going to be changing the day, uh, the date, because Sydney Slaughter wanted the weekend still. Yep. And it's only fair that seems we're going to be branching off for a new event that we work around their existing event. Yeah, that sounds fair. Yep. Yep. Um, well, that's my logic behind it anyway. Oh, fuck it. That's what it will be. So, yep. Uh, but it's just basically going to be a, um, a, a bush bash 
just another one at a different time of the year. Basically, that's yep. that's the goal. Yep, is to run a, a high caliber event like that. Yep, uh, two times a year. Great. Uh, whether we mix it up or not is another story in terms of um, keep one more competitive, the other one, well, and then... Don't the use other. the N-word. Narrative. Fuck that, no. No, <laughs> go on, no. no. That's one event I won't be going to next year. Even though I do consider myself a narrative gamer at heart, Yep. Uh, I just enjoy playing the game hard and yep. fair too much... Uh, to warrant me ever wanting to actually play a narrative game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, sorry guys in Melbourne, but I will not be attending your event whenever the fuck that is. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, look, it's... Um, it's going to be good, I think, uh, having having the two events. Split them up. Uh, probably just a couple of tweaks to the pack. Yeah. For one compared to the other. Keep Bush Bash as it was. That was great. Yeah. Maybe the other one's a little more thematic. Uh, not narrative, but maybe uh, well, something. We could not, not say sports scores, but well, soft scores. Um, I, know, I was actually contemplating the idea the other day of doing a doubles event for it. Have it unranked and the fucking doubles two day. There's no other doubles events in Australia that go for two days. Something different. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, that sounds really interesting. Yeah. So, it's just, I'm constantly thinking about this shit, right? So, it's just, yeah, it's just an idea that was popped up in my head the other day. So, you sign up with a mate, yeah, two 1,000-point armies. Uh, either that or do what they've been doing over in America at the moment is um, having a two-list event. So, you go to a to an event with two separate lists of the same allegiance. So say by saying Iron Jaws, I'd have two different Iron Jaws armies. Yeah. Your opponent would have two different armies. Yep. And then you blindly choose, after seeing both of their lists, which one that you're going to put down and play with. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. So you'd have like an all covers and then you'd have a super skewed list as well. Just in case you happen to be lucky to go up against something that just yeah. fell prey to what it is you've got. Yeah. So how does it how does a doubles event work with two one thousand point armies? Do you literally have four players on the table? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's pretty good. More of a beer and pretzels event. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So uh, ideas. I I think running two separate events uh, would be better than running two of the same event a year. Yeah, because, I'd, look, I think people would choose to come to one or the other if they're the same. Yes. If they're different, maybe people Mind, come to mind you, we're only ever going to have a cap of 44 from a singles event. Yep. That now becomes 88 if it's a doubles event. It's a lot of humans in that room. Yeah, but there's space. Yeah, there's plenty. Of, there is plenty of room there. So, yeah, food for thought. Team event. Team event? Nah, teams. Too hard. <laughs> Fuck that. No, like Gabe, he does a good job of that. So yeah, for sure. That no, uh, I think it doubles would be fine because uh, we're still sort of new to the whole, um, uh, not TOing, but just like using software. Yep. I don't know how you would implement teams into all that shit. I don't want to know. I don't, wanna, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> doubles is easy because it's still the one entry. Yeah. Uh, where it goes teams, it's completely different. Yeah, so cool. uh, I'm sure I could do something P 
pen and paper quite easily, but uh, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, ideas. Um, I don't know. We'll ask the community, shall we? Yeah, okay. Would you guys like to see a doubles two-day tournament in Australia? Mm, where you and a mate, 1,000 points each, versus someone else in that, mate. For five games over two days. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? It does actually sound quite good. There's yeah. a big smile on my face. I, I really like the idea of that. Um, uh, yeah, I would. I think I would like to have one unranked event that we ran, and then one ranked event. To me, that is a much cooler way of creating a sort of socially inclusive kind of friendly event mm. than it just being a non-ranked regular event. Correct. It's more fun because you're there with mates. Yeah. with a mate and I don't know I've, I've, yeah I feel like uh, it takes a lot of the steam out of the competitiveness yeah. you know in a good way you still want to win mm. but it's maybe not that kind of high tier oh, well, cutthroat yeah it, you're not playing for sheep stations no. yeah <laughs> depends how much wool you put on your frost lord right yeah <laughs> But yeah, so uh, community, people that listen, let us know, would you like to see a teams event in Australia running Benigo in June? <laughs> Quite specifically. <laughs> well, that's exactly what it'll be if, yeah. uh, if, if that's what we do. So, okay, that sounds good. Uh, so not teams, doubles. 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 Fuck's sake. Doubles. 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 Uh, now, goals for next year or the year coming. For me, I've got a few events that I've already got locked in. And that's a goal for me in that I'll be going to South Australia. I'll be going to Cairns. Uh, I'll be going to CanCon. And I'll be going to at least one in Geelong. Outside of that, um, Bendigo. just the, the two in Bendigo. But I think that's probably enough events. Yeah. It's like one every Plus eight, eight monthlies. weeks. That's, yeah, we've got like monthlies. Ten or eleven that we do. Yeah, and because the, there's always there's always half a chance that you end up kind of free on a weekend, and you know maybe you can shoot up to you know Sydney GT or a, or a, yeah, yeah. a Briz Hammer or something. I would love to get to Brisbane for an event. It mm. didn't happen this year. I wanted to. Um, I would love if we could go to Runax. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. I think we'd do really well there too because. We're already a team. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm the dictator, but <laughs> that's <laughs> it's, true. It's still, that's still true. some form of a team. Um, yeah, you're the face. You're guess, the voice. I guess I'm the voice. <laughs> Who's the hands? Uh, say Tristan. I, like Tr- <laughs> I was thinking. I feel like Tristan is the hands. <laughs> I don't know how I feel. Well, about actually, that. I reckon Tristan's one patsy other. Yeah, and, I, and, and Pete's the shoes. Yeah, Corey's definitely not the feet. <laughs> no, he ain't a feet. <laughs> <laughs> Old nine days, poor cunt. Yeah, oh. that's it. All right. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of my... And I'm just going to keep, I think, running Ogres for the next 12 months. I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Until something else really I don't give catches it, my attention. I'm going to give it three months before you buy a new army or start playing with your Nurgle or something. I was going to say that if I do flick over anything, it will be Minurgle. You haven't ran them ever. I have. Have you? Yeah. 
You sure? Twice. Twice. <laughs> just an army that's been sitting there in the closet. At least it's built. Yeah. I've got an entire squiggle ranch in boxes. You do? That's a painting project, though. Yeah, well. Yeah. That's... That's, you get around to it when you get around to it. That's right. That that will be a painting-themed, stupid, fun army. Yeah. I'm not even excited about the mechanics of how it plays. I just want to paint the models. You know, as maybe we'll just paint it and sell it. Fuck it. Maybe. We'll keep it. You never know. You might enjoy it. It's one of the funner destruction armies, apparently. Can't believe how many of us are all just flicked over to destruction. This time last year, it was like... Destruction. Do what? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, look. Um, for me, my goals are to not not essentially take a step back from competitive play, but really, after Masters, it was a it was an experience for me. Uh, what's the word? I don't know. Uh, I, had, I had an epiphany. Oh, you had an epitome. Yeah, I had one in my list. Yeah. Uh, I had, had an epiphany that yeah. I don't enjoy playing the, the like the, the fucking the list that do the best right I've, I've never been a meta player mm. like I, and I look back I look back to all the tournaments that I went to uh, throughout the year where I wasn't running uh, those armies right yeah so uh, like Cancon uh, Beast of Chaos yeah uh, came forth yeah. Right. Uh, one day in Geelong, Stormcast came first. Yeah. Uh, before Slanesh was the thing, uh, first in Cairns. Yep. Uh, fucking what else? Uh, I, I've really enjoyed playing my Greywater or the yep. Cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, really enjoyed playing the Iron Jaws. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just like playing off meta shit, I think. Yeah, fair cool. Um, so that, that's going to be a goal for me next year is to not just play Netlist. Well, not that I ever did. No. But uh, definitely shelving Slanesh because of that. So moving away from S tier to, or Q tier. Yeah, quarantine, quarantine tier. tier. Um, moving away from S tier to still top tier, no, but no, top tier, tier, tier clever. Tier two. Tier two, but done well. Uh, top tier, tier one. one thing. Oh, no, fuck, fuck the tiers. It it's doesn't a, make no, sense. No, I kind of get what you're saying. It's um, Ta- taking, uh, toning down, not toning down my list, but... Deliberately not taking the best stuff that is available to me to take. Okay. Which, like, at the moment, that would be Slanesh. Yep. Uh, I don't want to play it, so okay. I want to play my other armies that I enjoy playing. I think that's the crux of it, though. Playing what you like playing, regardless of whether it's the strongest or the most competitive list that's less important mm. it's a year of actually just mm. enjoying the game don't get me wrong right I'm still going to be playing competitively I'm Play still going to try and fuck you in the ass. yep uh, but I'm just going to be doing it with an army that you wouldn't expect to see right like that's that's the that's the plan because okay. uh, I I've never had more fun than probably playing my base at Cancun at the start of the year yep yeah, I had six fucking amazing games. That was with an army that was shit. That's I, I do like I do like your base army. I like playing against it anyway. I love the models. Uh, I think my paint jobs it's it's okay for my standards. Uh, I love the fluff. 
I like how it plays on the table. Whether they're strong or not, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because uh, I like the three things that matter. Yeah. Models, fluff, and gameplay. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So uh, they're actually going to be going in my uh, touring rotation for next year. Sweet. So uh, the stats, we've got us at like a 30% win rate at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm definitely not a 30% win rate player. Yep. So we'll see how we go. Delicious. Yeah. Well, I reckon we can wrap it up there, mate. Yeah, I reckon too, mate. It's getting late. It is. <coughs> it's getting late. I'm fucking I'm three quarters pissed at the moment. Very good. And it's been a long week and a hot week. Has. It's been fucking 40s, 40 pluses pretty much all week, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been mental. It's been a bit. You would fucking any work in an office. I've been fucking sweating my guts out all week. Working in an office. I've, I've I've been on holidays all week. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> you dog. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know that. <laughs> We've been over here every other day. That's uh, right. But yeah. Um, no, yeah, I hope this episode's been alright. <laughs> Look, you know, you need. Uh, you just need a baseline one every now and then. I feel that's what we've got here. Look, I just I just wanted a drink. <laughs> Fair call. <laughs> and we needed to talk about Masters. So, um, as you said, we'll do another one pre-CanCon um, where you'll find out what list I decided on and uh, you'll also find out what sleeping arrangements I'll decide on for CanCon. Mm. Yeah. There you go. Well, we've come to that point in the oh, episode <laughs> where I have to ask Joel. I haven't even thought of anything. Where can we find you? Oh, God. You can find me <laughs> probably passed out under a table at CanCon because I'm going to be that fuck on. You're going to be that guy. Yeah. Who gets taken out. Probably. And then I'll just find my way back in. As he did. <laughs> as he did. Mm. And as I will. Mm. No, look, I'm actually looking forward to CanCon. I'm going to take the ute up. And we're going to turn the back into an esky. And we're going to park that, like, at the front door. Brilliant. So then we can all just go and grab beers and drink some whatever on ice, whenever we want to. That sounds delicious. It does. Yeah. Especially because you don't have to drive or go anywhere. Yeah. You just walk to the campsite. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where you can find me. In the car park at Kevon, <laughs> Sell, selling cans of Coke and beers for one dollars and four dollars. <laughs> Sorry, not selling alcohol. No, selling raffle tickets. Raffle tickets, and also not drinking in public. It's a private venue. Is it? It's the car park a private venue? Well, yeah, it's in a. Oh, fuck, who it's gives it's a fuck? We were drinking there last year. <laughs> So if you're thirsty, come find me, I'll watch you. <laughs> there you go. Very good. Dave, where can we find you, mate? You can find me stretching, sitting in front of my Indian yogi so that I may contort myself to fit in a small carry-on bag to leap out once it hits the conveyor at the airport. What? <laughs> yeah, definitely that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Hmm. It's late. <laughs> it is. <laughs>
It's well and truly past midnight. Otherwise, you can find us on the Facebooks, on the YouTubes, on the Twitters, at Joel McGrath, M-G, at NC Dave underscore Wargamer on the Twitters. Search for Bush Radio. On the Facebooks, look for Measured Gaming Bat Reps on the Tubes. Do that. Yeah. We've, we've um, actually some news about that. Go on. We have hit over 500 subscribers. Over 500 subscribers? I would like to hit that to it. We get that to 1,000 ASAP so I can start making money off YouTube. Got no money taking money. Uh, got no issue taking money from large corporations who are paying me to do stuff, which yep. I enjoy. Yep. Uh, I just have the issue of taking off the peasants. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, so I, I, I am the modern day Robin Hood. We will. I aspire to be the modern day Robin. There you go. If you <laughs> if you work really hard at it, you can be a criminal and an outlaw. Yeah. Well done. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, we always check the comments and shit. Yeah, I always reply to them. Um, hopefully, you're liking the bat reps. Obviously, five hundred odd of you like it enough to want to know when another one is coming out. So. Some more, some more news about the bat reps. Right? This is what just happened earlier today was um, Mr. Mephisto, who I've talked about, I think, on here once or twice before. Shout out to you, Meph. Uh, he he was doing a, a Twitch stream, so he was... He was, he was twitching. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was yeah. twitching. Tourette'sing the fuck out of it. While he was uh, watching out the battle report that I played well, with Cam oh, yeah. earlier. Uh, and he was like commentating on it. So it was like doing what you were doing, I think we were talking about in the last episode. Yeah, we were, yeah, was, we were talking about uh, doing live commentary on a pre-recorded game. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was doing that. Wow. Uh, yeah, and it was good. And um, it's go- that's going to kind of become a thing now, I think. That's amazing. It like, is. We, we were literally talking about that one or two episodes ago. Yeah. It was last episode with Ross. It was. Yeah. Brilliant. It's just how long it's been. <laughs> oh, like, but it, it was him. He was like hobbying uh, and then looking up and then sort of talking along with the with the bat rep. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Good to see. And he said he might do it more. And I said, Beauty, I'm going to keep creating battle reports. If you want to keep promoting them, I'm more than happy to provide you content, my friend. <laughs> wow. Well, it's quite amazing. You know, we should do a segment about how Games Workshop is going to drop their prices because everything we talk about seems to come true. Oh, it does, eh? We've got the, we've got the minus touch, don't we? Yeah. Either that or these sweet tones are influencing all the right people. People just tune in for the drunken hour. And that's where we come up with all the best ideas. That's where you get the gold, baby. <laughs> that's where you get the gold. I was really disappointed, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was searching for this, right? And you better not fucking edit this out because if, if you do, I've got to know. A few episodes back, we were talking about um, a, a blind pick panties in a vending machine in Japan. <laughs> yes, we were. And that was that was a fucking mint idea, and it's pending patent, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've even got. <laughs> We even got one of the guys, Brody. He's going over to Japan soon, and he's sussing out for me to see if there's a market for it, which I know there is. He's already built a Wix site. Uh, 
I know there's a fucking market. Uh, these are used pens, by the way. Well, obviously. They've got no stake in them. packaging, collect them all kind of thing. Yeah. Right? People fucking love that shit over there. <laughs> did I edit that out? You did it. Nah, you did. I'm me. pretty... I don't know. Listeners, you tell us if you did. <laughs> I can't remember. But I don't listen back to it that closely. <laughs> He's, he's, he's going over there yep. to suss out if there's a market, which I know for a fact there will be, and to see if someone else has already stolen my idea, because mm. it's clearly my idea. So what you're saying is one of the measured guys is flying to another country to sniff people's underwear. No, to see if there's other people already sniffing other people's underwear. He, do you think he'll get... Do you think he'll, he'll sniff some? Probably. It's Brody, after all. When in Rome. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go for it, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's just all part of the cultural experience. So that, um, that Kickstarter is going to be starting up in uh, 2022 alongside yeah. Pat's uh, Fund Me a Bride campaign. Absolutely. Brilliant. Brilliant. I hope you, listener, are saving your pennies just waiting for 2022, <laughs> for 2022 <laughs> to donate to these... Worthy uh, causes. Very worthy. <laughs> very worthy causes. You know, yeah. Your blind package soil panty vending machines, and if you do want to be become a, a shareholder uh, yeah. and an investor, an investor, I would not say no to the idea. Uh, do keep an eye out for the Kickstarter campaign. I think that's how the kids do it these days. I think so. All right. Do any of you old fashions out there though? Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't mind grabbing your experience. You know, the old Shark Tank. Trail. That's it. We want. <laughs> we want to speak to you. <laughs> See, this is why things get edited out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, next episode, we will be talking our CanCon prep and you will find out about all the delicious, juicy things that will happen between now and then, probably in the next few weeks. Otherwise, uh, we do also want to hear from you about the idea of a doubles tawny mid-year. And also the, <laughs> the blind page. Yeah. Use if you'd like to get involved in that in uh, any way, shape, or form, please do contact us, and I'm sure we can work something out. I promise you will not end up on some sort of ASIO list. <laughs> ah, so funny. Thanks right. for listening, guys. Thank you. Raise five stars, kids. Okay.